Well, hello, and welcome to the Partner Connection. I'm Cheryl Cook, and I'm delighted to be joined today with Jenny Newman, who's a social media training and engagement strategist at Dell Technologies. She's a professional public speaker, she's a trainer, and Jenny works one-on-one -on -one with many of our Dell executives to help them build authentic brands and relationships on social media. So thank you, Jenny, so much for taking the time with us today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This is super exciting. I love it. No, I know it's great. And our partners are really, I think, going to get a lot of nuggets and lessons learned from you. So first of all, you know, I gave a little bit there about kind of the role you play, but maybe for mm -hmm. the partners here, why don't you describe and share just a little bit about your team, your role, and the kind of things you do to support our leaders? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually come from a social media training team. It's part of a wider team here at Dell called social business. And essentially, our team offers a lot of different aspects of social education, but also different ways for our company and different organizations within our company to engage from a social perspective. So I'll talk a little bit more about what I actually do for employees a little bit later on. But our team really manages different aspects of the business when it comes to social reporting, social campaign, and social strategy, as well as just, you know, helping people better understand how to incorporate social media into their organizations and into their daily lives. And that's kind of where my team comes in. We want to train and educate people the best that we can. So we arm you with as many tasks and as many resources and as many ideas as you can. So that way you can go out there and truly be your authentic self. That's, that's really what we want to do. We want to make sure that you are comfortable talking, connecting, and being with other people, but in an online fashion. Well, we've had so many examples of where research has shown, whether we describe it as the consumerization of IT we talk about the lines are blurring between consumer habits, behaviors, and trends, certainly into the commercial B2B setting. Because at the end of the day, all of us are individuals and we're all consumers and we're certainly yeah. doing social media on a personal basis. Right. It's natural that it kind of crosses over, obviously, and has yeah. some genuine valid role within business. But one of the things we've been discussing and have had quite a bit of feedback from partners, given our current virtual reality and where this pandemic mm. has brought us all, where we're all remote, we're engaging digitally, we're not at in-person events, our sales right. teams and many of the sales reps within our partners are not able to go meet their customers like we used to. And talk a little bit about the role of social media from a sales perspective. We talk about social selling. Mm -hmm. Why would salespeople, whether they're our team or our partner's teams, how can they benefit from it? Oh, man. I mean, it really does boil down to building relationships, but also having a competitive advantage. And when you think about the fact that if your name comes across somebody's desk, or for whatever reason, they're just online, which you said, everybody's online, and we can't ignore that. We're in the internet age. The customer journey starts with lots of research online first. Now, what we've found through a lot of our research is that 72% of our buyers start that planning purchase using Google searches at the very beginning. So if that means that nearly 75% of people 
they're searching what's the best way to go about doing their business, wouldn't your name be nice to pop up in that mix? And one of the things that pops up all the time over and over and over again, especially in these searches, are LinkedIn profiles. And when we start to see that LinkedIn is popping up or a Twitter profile is popping up, or if there are Twitter conversations or just social conversations in general, that will start this overload of lead generation towards these conversations that people are curious about. You know, I think about it from if you're looking up a product, you know, I bought a birdhouse recently because, you know, pandemic. And so what am I, what else am I going to do except for look outside and hang out with the birds? But even still during that research, I'm looking for, well, what's the best birdhouse to get that is going to be squirrel proof? And who should I talk to? And I start looking at all these social posts of people telling their stories of the best squirrel proof bird feeder. And all of that's to say is that that's just the natural way that we start using the internet when we're looking for something we really want to get. So it's nice to have our voice out there. If you're a salesperson, social media is such a great way to really build this connection piece for your people, to build relationships that wouldn't maybe normally happen, especially because your reach and your ability to connect with others becomes exponential depending on the audience, the conversations you have, and the network that you build. And especially if you start to brand yourself correctly. I mean, when you start to think about what is it that I can add to the conversation around, this expertise and this influence can be great, especially on social media. Something I wanted to point out, you're eight times more likely to have seen engagement or have engaged with a social post from somebody you know that's part of a company versus the actual company post that comes out from that company. And that's huge. For example, like if we, Dell, tweet something out, most people will see maybe it kind of fly by their feed. But if one of our people actually tweets something out and talks about the same topic, it's going to get eight times more engagement. That's the point is that when you really get yourself out there, it does well. People engage well. They want to talk with other people. And in addition to that, we want to connect with others. We really do. Like it's our basic human need. And so if you're providing me with information that's real, things that you're going through with your team or your organization or trends that are happening or just talking about where we are right now because of everything that's happened, that's going to catch my attention too. So you can gather a lot of information on companies. You can gather a lot of information on customers, their recent challenges, how they're growing, struggles they may be having, changes in leadership for that matter. It's such a great place to collect information, brand yourself as a person that they can trust in the industry, but also truly connect with customers that maybe you hadn't had the chance or the reach to do before. You have certainly been very proactive with us, and you talked a little bit about we're all in this world and we're all in this situation together. How, if at all, actually, have you changed your strategy or level of support and engagement with people due to the pandemic? Because to your point, everybody's on digital. You know, the team has heard me describe it several times. I'm calling it the great equalizer. 
all of a sudden we're all in the same circumstance, right? Yes. Everybody's remote. Everybody is engaging and leaning into these digital alternatives because we don't have an option. If our muscle memory and our habits and our bias obviously would have been to go in person and have lunch or do a dinner, but when Mm -hmm. that option is removed, we're accelerating our change management. So in the context of like all the benefits and all the things you just outlined, has it really changed at all because of the pandemic or what, if anything, is different? I think you have to keep in mind that because social has been a place that people question what's in front of them. I shouldn't say social, it's more the internet. Everybody is questioning the information that is in front of them now. Is it true? Is it correct? Is this person real? Somebody who takes the angle of being true and authentic, and I mean like down and dirty, just real with their people, with their audience, that's going to be the ultimate currency that you can have, especially in this day and age because of what's happening with the pandemic. And that's one of the things that I've, always preached authenticity in Mm -hmm. social because it is so key. We live in a world that can be daunting and scary and untrustworthy. And so somebody who takes the time to be real, to be vulnerable, to be open about where they are, not only in their life, but where they are in their business, how things are moving along, what they're testing, what worked, what didn't, small failures, small wins. If you're just open and real about that, then it starts to feel and look different from everybody else out there. You can tell. You can tell when somebody's being real. I teach this to our executives all the time is that when you're being vulnerable, and let me define that. I don't mean vulnerable as in the sense that you're crying about how you spilt your eggs on the floor this morning, right? Not in that sense on social media, but really, truly just kind of being real with your audience and saying, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm working through for my business. When you have that vulnerability, what it does is that it shows a piece of your character. And that character is what you really want people to connect to. And so the more real that we can be, or the more exposure of our character that we can have with others, the better it's going to be for our social connection and for our social network. They're going to be more willing to, let's say, share an influencing post that you may have. Are they going to be more willing to help engage with you on something if you ask of them? There's a lot of times where I try to just be as real as possible to showcase photos of myself, for example. In my geekdom room, I have an office here that's full of comic books and Star Wars memorabilia. And so anytime that I'm doing an actual public event or just saying, hey, I'm going to be online today because guess what, guys? This is the world we live in and I'm in my office, right? When I showcase that, it's still real, but it's still very much me and my voice. And your voice and your tone and how you interact with others, those are those character development or what I like to call micro-character transactions that you leave with others. That's what they'll remember. That's what they'll then connect to the brand. And that deposit over time of them having a good experience with you because you're real, they're in turn starts to leave a good experience with the brand. And that is so powerful. And it's only because you took the risk to be authentic. Well, it fosters trust, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, And it's really about trusted relationships. And 
at the essence, that's really what we're all doing in business, right? And that's <laughs> the point. Help solve problems and you're trying to build trusted partnerships and relationships to help them do that. So a very valid way and a very relevant way of describing it. So maybe share a little bit about the training, the resources, the capabilities that you've helped us curate and build for our Dell team. Oh, sure thing. I think it just comes down to everybody has a sense of what they think social media is, but we want to help course correct that to have a mind frame or a paradigm shift that social media isn't a broadcast tool. What it really is, is it's a connection tool. And so we believe in a strong foundation of training. And that's really why my department exists is because we value education and getting you on the right track. So yes, we've developed a certification here, you know, at Dell, that is really just a foundational aspect of what you need to know when it comes to engaging in social media. And we talk about the policy on treating people with kindness and don't post anything that's under NDA, right? Like different things like that. We want to make sure people understand that foundational piece, but also giving them a sense of, okay, if you're doing this for the first time, if you are taking that risk for the very first time, here are some real hearty tips and tricks just to get you started. So we believe in that certification aspect. But beyond that, we also know that not everybody needs this high level overview of social. So what do you do then? So we've created ways for people to have one-on-one consultations with our organization where they can sit down and we can help build their brand. We can help build their profiles, whether they're on Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter, whatever it may be. We can also help them actualize what content will look like in the future. Like, where do they post? How often do they post? What should they post? We really truly believe that everybody is an individual and should have that individual attention to build that out for themselves. Not every customer is the same, not every person here, not every salesperson is the same, and not every role at Dell is the same. And so your audience is going to be very wide and different from each other. So why not give you that personal attention? In addition to that, we do believe in training our executives. I own and run the social exec program here at Dell. And we want to get our executives out there truly sharing their thought leadership, not necessarily promoting Dell marketing content, though that is nice, but we want them to own the expertise that they have and to truly be a voice on behalf of the brand in their expertise and also show that they're human beings. These are real people with passions too. So having an executive program and that we're empowering them to do that, I think is essential. And then on top of that, you know, our team also, like I said, we help with reporting, we help identify opportunities, trends, and different things that are happening within the community of social so that we can see what the sentiment is. Are there things happening with our products that maybe we should monitor? Are people saying things that maybe we should celebrate? So we do believe in monitoring that aspect from a social perspective. And then of course, yeah, go ahead, Cheryl. No, I was going to say, maybe elaborate on that because one of the things I was most impressed by when I first actually joined Dell is our social command center. We actually use and track and watch to help improve our service with our customers to help improve. So maybe talk just a little bit about that because there is some science behind this, right? I mean, part of it is it's fun. You want to be authentic, 
but reporting, metrics, and talk a little bit maybe about our social command center to the extent you know a little bit about that, because I think that's a fantastic example of how it adds value to the business. Oh, I think that we could probably do a full other podcast on the command center alone. It really is an incredible tool that helps us identify sentiment in the marketplace, right? We can track conversations that are happening through social media. Like I said, we can track hashtags. We can also see where conversations are happening all over the world. And what that does from a, just a reporting and also from a metric standpoint is that it puts value into where do we put our effort? If something pops up that we weren't aware of, there was a story a long time ago about a computer. Something had happened with the computer. We saw it on social media first. We were able to connect with that customer immediately and then talk about changing some of the specs of the computer itself. So moving forward, we didn't have that problem in the marketplace. And without social, I don't know that we would have known. But not only that, it really does help us connect the right type of conversations. If there are people out there having a conversation about AI or machine learning, and there's a lot of sentiment around that being a trend or something popular in the industry, then maybe that helps us shift our focus to identify this is where we need to be having a conversation with people. This is what people want to talk about. So it helps us really shift priorities at times, but then again, it gives us a good insight to help us if we need it. Absolutely. So one thing you talked about, you do a lot of advisory and coaching on profiles. And I know when we were all at in-person activities and we were at a Dell Technologies World or whatever, we used to do, I think one of the most popular things I did with my team is we did a pimp your profile session (laughs) and brought a professional photographer in so everyone could update their headshots. We had people helping update their profiles. But for our partners, you know, what is something somebody could do right now to one, just maybe improve their presence or improve their brand and social media? And for our partners, you know, we have resources and fortunately we have you and your team that helps us. But How could our partners maybe start working maybe on something that might be smaller scale, but would be their own program? So where would you point them or give them advice to get started? Okay, so first and foremost, if you don't have a program or resources available, I'm going to give you your top three things that you should do today if you haven't already done it. First and foremost, what I like to call build your house. This really is just identifying your top three areas of expertise in business and your top three areas of human passions or human projects that you are passionate about. Once you've identified that for yourself, you can use this as your way or as your map forward for social. But it starts there first. You have to identify who am I, who do I want people to see, and what is it that I'm willing to talk about with other people online. That is a huge, huge miss for most people is that they just think, okay, I need to get on social, I need to start sharing articles, and I need to start talking about my company in this form or fashion. Actually, no, what you need to do is identify, what are you good at? What are things that you really want to talk about? And what are some things that are humanizing? Because not everybody understands your business. There are so many examples that I could give in this area, but I'll I'll bring one out. I'm a huge, huge Captain Marvel fan, Cheryl. I don't know if you knew that, but This is a comic book character in the Marvel universe. 
I'm already identifying myself as a geek. So, uh, <laughs> but one of the things that popped up not too long ago is that I, I went to a premiere of this particular movie and I dress up. And when I say dress up, I mean, I actually dressed up as the character. So normal people go to a movie theater, right? With a hoodie and I'm dressing up in full character Bergelia. So here I am at this theater and all of a sudden when I walk in, there's this little girl and she sees me and she thinks I'm the actual character. She thinks I'm Captain Marvel. So she walks over to me and I bend down and I pretend to be this character you know, just for the heck of it. And so I'm sitting with her and she is asking me all these questions and how are we going to beat Thanos and what's going to happen? And I'm just telling her everything I can to build her up. Long story short, as I'm having this conversation, my friend takes a photo and then sends me that photo afterwards. And so I send this out on social and I just tell the story. You know, I just say, hey, this is what I did today. And this is one of my passions. And yeah, it may be silly that I dressed up, but I had this awesome conversation with this little girl. And it blew up. It went viral. And it's crazy for me to say and to tell this story because I'm not a viral person. I'm a really authentic person. Most of my posts and the things that I share on social and the engagement I get are with my tight-knit community. But for whatever reason, this one just blew up. And why am I telling you this story? It's because what happened after that is that I got 9,000 different engagements on this particular one post about a comic book character. That means 9,000 more eyes on my profile on the things that I share for Dell and on the ideals that I have for training and learning and development, it all is interconnected. The people came to my profile, engaged with my content. They came because of Captain Marvel, but they stayed because of how real I was. And you can never get that type of mix. You can never get that type of engagement unless you're willing to take a risk on human topics, not just the work stuff. So build your brand, build your house. Now, once you've got that done, once you've identified who am I in business and who am I personally, then you've got to update your profiles to match. You can't look schizophrenic, right? Who you are and how I meet you over the phone or even through video calls these days, it should look like the same person online, right? That's such an easy, easy update. But most people don't tend to their LinkedIn profile. And maybe they haven't touched their Twitter since 2010. So an easy way to really get back into the game is just update your profiles with your correct brand and make sure that your pictures look good, that you have photos there for people to interact with and that there's actual information for people to see on a static page. And then once you've cleaned your house or updated your profile is what I like to say, finally, you can invite those guests over. And that means post consistent content. You don't have to post every day. You don't even have to post every other day. I usually tell people, if you're brand new to this, try posting just once a week, just to show you're alive, just to show that you're actually out there. But you have to be consistent. One of the stories or one of the analogies that I use, especially in my training, is that if you're in an area that snows, and now Cheryl, does it snow where you are? I can't, I can't remember. Gosh, I'm in Dallas, Texas, and it feels like it's 150 <laughs> So, same. So, I usually will get a little whisper of snow. Right. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm in Austin and I grew up in California. You know, the, this, the amount of snow I've actually seen is very minimal. But we can all relate to this because we've seen it, right? 
one snowflake falling to the ground does not equal it snowing. But if you have hundreds and thousands of snowflakes all falling to the ground and accumulating in one area, and we can all look outside and go, oh, there's a blanket of white on, this, on the ground, right? Oh, it snowed. You have to think that same type of concept with your social posts. One post on the internet is not going to show your character. It's not going to show your brand. It's not going to get your voice out there. But if you do have consistent posts over time in a centralized network, it's really going to start to showcase who you are, what you stand for, the things that you are an expert in, the things that you want to talk about. And it kind of just takes on its own flavor at that point in time. But you've actually got a post, right? You've got to get out there and do it. So those three things, identifying your areas of expertise and your human topics, updating your profile so that it looks and sounds and feels like you, and then actually posting in a consistent basis that makes sense for you. Those are the three things that you can do right now without any help from anyone. Well, all sage advice and a lot of fun. And the next Zoom meeting we have, I'm going to be looking out for you to wear your Captain Marvel Oh, 100%. I'm in it. Because <laughs> you, I know, are the authentic real deal for sure. <laughs> well, you, I know our partners are going to love, and you and I could go on and on for, you know, an hour. I have fun. You know, in one closing comment, the one thing I will say that I think we're very fortunate at Dell Technologies is Michael himself is quite active on social and Michael's very authentic as well. It's not like he's got a team of people managing his handles and brand, and you can see it. He engages, he engages with customers, he engages with colleagues, mm-hmm. and there is a bit of the tone at the top, and to your point, we're all encouraged to be ourselves, be empowered, be kind, you know, mm-hmm. hold true to kind of the values and the ethics of the company, but be ourselves. So, I think his leadership helps us all actually absolutely uh, lean into that too. So I'll tell you, I'm going to take you in a different direction here. I always do this as we wrap up. Oh no. (laughs) I think you're going to be hilarious and be a blast on this one. So tell us a fun fact about you, Jenny, what might not be, I usually say on your resume, but maybe I'll say on your profile, what might be something that we wouldn't know about you? Ooh, what's not on my profiles. Okay. So there you got me. I had something (laughs) that I could have said. Well, I'll say this. Um, I am a huge geek. I already talked about my Captain Marvel love and my story with the little girl, but I do own a podcast and a website outside of the company called Gabbing Geek. And it wasn't but a few years back that I was asked to come on to film an episode of Comic Book Men on AMC. So that's something that a lot of people don't know. And it was a lot of fun. I got to talk about Wonder Woman, my love of comics, my collections, the fact that I cosplay. Um, and for those of you that don't know what cosplay is, it's me dressing up in costumes and going to conventions and collecting comic books. <laughs> so that's essentially my, my, uh, my deep, dark secret. But being on that show was a lot of fun. And it allowed me to, you know, my, what is it, 15 seconds of fame? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and here I was on AMC. So that was, that was a pretty cool experience. That's awesome. That's an awesome <laughs> story. That might be tough to beat. Well, Jenny, it's always a pleasure. And I know our partners and our team is going to be delighted that you took some time with us to just share some of your expertise and fun facts and Just stay social, but stay healthy, stay safe. And thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, thank you so much as well. Take care. 
Well, thank you again, Jenny. And to our partners, there's many additional resources on social media, social selling, virtual selling, and it's all available on the portal. We've worked really closely with our sales education teams to share the same virtual selling training that we're using inside with our own Dell Salesforce. So in addition, the digital marketing tool can provide you with social media content, social guides, and guidance and analysis. So please check out the portal for all of these helpful resources to learn how you can maximize your social media impact and help drive your business. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back in another couple of weeks with another episode. And until then, please be safe and stay well.